Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general. Many sports topics and politics. Holly doesn't hold back. The two-time world champion, Holly, the magic man Malinati. All right, all right. So, guys, <laughs> well, guys, I, I think we made it. We, we, we made it. We made it, Ma! <laughs> Top of the world! Yeah, they troll like that. I mean, yeah, I, I did not know that was coming. That, 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 that means we made it, usually, right? Well, you know what? Um... If you listen to the episodes, that's on every week. But I'm not one of our subscribers. <laughs> Thank you. I do the show already. You're leaving I, money I, on the table. I, I listen to it once when I do it. That's it's more than enough for me. <laughs> yeah, that's our intro, by the way. It is, but it's never our intro when I'm actually starting. Usually, no, no, no. This is you know. Usually, I start post. like this. Paulie Malaji, Peter Carlin, right. Welcome to the World. We that. go with the number episode. What number episode? Are we? I was gonna do it. I really was, and then I I, I heard this whole. Thing going everybody on. Everybody relax. Everybody relax. <laughs> everybody relax. You got okay? a you got a number one thing from three years ago. Yeah, don't worry about it. Nine, fourteen, thirteen. Leave really? my hand alone. <laughs> Ew. Today is today's a special day. You. We did make it. You. you. Yeah, I, that's what I. Well, that's what I've been telling you. We made it. That's what I'm. I. I, I it threw off my entire intro. Like no, no joke. Like it's I was a, about to go into my normal intro, and all of a sudden I get hit with this whole. This whole fiasco, shall we call it? You know what I'm saying? That's right. We know you're. And so now I didn't do it. Now I didn't didn't do it. Now we all we screwed it up. We we don't even know what episode we're up to because technically, is this a new number one episode? Is this number episode number? Is it 81 or was? Last week's 81 with the uh, the guy that interviewed Stephen. Hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, don't pick another show. Hey, no, no, what no. Do you mean? I want to know. Is that, that, that's on the record. That's Who the interviewed episode Stephen? one. Here's the, here's the deal, guys. And that counts on our show? That's the showtime. Here, here's the deal. Oh. Can you explain yeah. to our listeners who are very yeah, worried? Please explain it to first our listeners all, and explain it to me, please. First of all, so, Seth. Yes. In defense of our listeners, don't ever fucking pull no shit like that again. Okay. Are we allowed to curse on this on this version? Uh, we'll, a little we'll bit. Not. Just like, not, just like, don't go too far like right. you usually do. Yeah. No, no, no. But uh, this was a big shock to everybody. Um, we just like all new as we're going along. Right. Right. I'm, I'm getting, a little bit. I'm, le- a little bit. I'm learning as I go along right now. A little bit. I, I, I didn't did. even know what to answer anybody who tweeted me, by the way. So <laughs> for all my Twitter <laughs> listeners who uh, uh, followers who I love yous and yous were asking questions, I knew there was some sort of solution that they came up with. I just didn't know what the solution was. Well, so I, therefore, I couldn't give you an answer. How about I tell you the solution? Go, go ahead. ahead. Go All ahead, right. Go ahead. Show, guy's a producer. Showtime Championship Boxing has just launched on Play.it as a as a podcast network. What that mm-hmm. means is they're going to have different types of content every week. They launched with a, on the record with Paul Rivera interviewing Steven Espinoza. Okay, that was show one. And it happened. Here's one my confusion. Because yeah, my confusion is, I only see me and Peter on the camera. Is there some sort of anti-Semitism that our resident Jew doesn't get on camera? <laughs> Kirby, Seth, what's up? Seth, Seth I, I want Seth on camera. <laughs> I want Seth on the camera. Uh, he's having, he might be having an issue. Yeah, we don't have Seth on camera. I'm a little upset. I'm a little hurt. I, yeah. I don't even put this hat on for nothing. Yeah, seriously. All right, you but... Let's um. Looking let's like an it. offensive coordinator. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Kirby, you hear me? Call the headset and call the, the play. <laughs> All right, hey. Call the play and call, call the camera. Call the camera and call so, it in. Bring hey, it in. Whoa, all right, let's get back on track. All right. 
All right, so so is this episode two or eighty? Yeah, go go back with your explanation, Seth. Sorry. Oh, okay. I didn't know that, Kirby. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna cut. Who's Kirby? Kirby. Who's Kirby? Who's Kirby? He's in Who's the truck. Kirby? You're not gonna cut. Oh, I don't hear Kirby in my headset. Do you no, guys hear you're not supposed to. Only the offensive coordinator. We're just oh, okay. We're no just, problem. We're, the, we're just here for the we're show. We're at the end of the strings, you know. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't hear you, guys. I, we're, this is like a, a, uh, we're gonna edit this a out, show in progress, you know. We're gonna for edit this all out. It's not live. We're not alive. It's okay. We're, we're not. gonna edit this out. It's no, okay. we don't have to edit this out. I don't want to edit this out. The outtakes go. On my show, the outtakes go too. Right. You did right. I ordered it. By the way, it's getting hot in here. Once we make a little bit more money on the show, we got to invest in some air conditioning. Now you're talking. It's like 40 degrees outside, but it's hey. So we we took the old episodes of From Brooklyn to the World. They were down for a day. We put them back up. So for people. Who are looking for them? Just go from Brooklyn to the world. They're back. They're back. I tweeted it out. I mean, you they're did. Back. You did. They are back. Yeah, they're yeah. back. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're excited about the Showtime Boxing Network, um, the Showtime Championship Boxing Podcast Network. We're doing video. We're shooting video right now. This is awesome. Yeah. Right? Where do we get? Where did people get this video? We're gonna put it everywhere. Because although I don't YouTube. listen to our show, I might actually watch this one. Oh, this is actually yeah, yeah, cool. What we're there gonna do is grab some highlights from this, and we'll and I'll set them up on Twitter, and we'll tweet them out to everybody. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be everywhere. awesome. This is good. This is good yeah, stuff. I like awesome. it. I, I like the progress. I, yes. I, I like uh, how we're we're, we're back in the circle of trust nice. with right. Showtime instead right. of out of it. That's you know? what I'm talking That's about. Right. It, looked, it looked like some of our ranting and raving might have got us out of the circle of trust. And yeah. we're talking about doing a lot of fun things with you guys. Yeah, we talked about it. We're going to do a lot of fun things, man. We're looking forward well, to the, it. The, the listeners have a lot to look forward to now. Now that do we get to qu- take calls, too? We could, we we could, could eventually. Do that eventually. We could do that. We're sure. moving up in the world, guys. Eventually, we're going to take your calls. I know we had like a failed experiment for a little bit, and we tried to take your calls, and then that didn't really work out for us because we got confused. But, you know, we're a work in progress, and now that we've bring in these cameras, you know, maybe next we'll take uh, we'll take some of your calls, too. We yeah. love hearing from you guys. And I know you guys have a lot of questions because I sometimes I get them on Twitter, and sometimes Peter Cards gets them on Twitter, and Absolutely. sometimes Seth gets them on Twitter. So we'd love True. to be able to get your calls uh, eventually. Well, just give us a chance to uh, kind of get up on our feet, you know, because we're a little clumsy. As you guys have noticed, but you know, like like they said in Wolf of Wall Street, everybody was worried. We leaving. We leaving. No, see now that's what you were supposed to curse. You should have saved the curse for now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So Conor McGregor, (laughs) obviously, everybody who's been following my timeline on Twitter, obviously knows that. These last few days, we've had uh, I've had uh, a lot of talk about Conor McGregor, a lot of retweets, a lot of likes and dislikes, and all that stuff. Um, you know, everybody knows McGregor got his uh, boxing license, right? In the past week or so. Listen, first of all, I'm I don't think he should be treated like anything else other than maybe like a good prospect. You know, like a good prospect turns pro after doing well in the amateurs, and you know, you, you match. You still have to match him up right. There's there's only one Vasil Lomachenko and only one Rigondo. You know what I mean? There's there's two guys like that that really can just turn pro and go to world class opposition within ten fights. You know, everybody else, even if they were a very good amateur, gets brought up the ladder the right way. You know what I'm saying? They they even somebody like uh, Better Beev, Artur Better Beev, who's just destroying everyone. You know, it's still not full for a world title. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, you gotta kind of mesh your way into the pros a, a little bit uh, at a time. You know, and some guys will move faster than others, but nobody moves at the rate of Lomachenko and Rigondo except guys like that, which is very, very rare, almost impossible. You know, so Lomachenko like, had like six thousand amateur fights. Yeah, yeah, like about five hundred. Same with Rigondo. You know, so so here's the thing. I mean, 
Um, they said they tell me that uh, Conor McGregor had a boxing amateur boxing career. Yeah, he might have had something local in Ireland. You know, he's never won the Ireland Nationals, for all I concern. Because if he would have ever won the Ireland Nationals, as far as I concern, we would have heard about him at the World Games. You know, he would have represented Ireland at the World Games. You, you would know. know. It's Conor you McGregor. Would know. You'd know. Yeah, you'd know if he had some side of some sort of importance to his amateur boxing career. Right now, it's all just hearsay. I mean, I don't even know if he, the guy ever competed as an amateur. Like everybody makes like he boxed. He might have only sparred or whatnot. You know. I spoke to Angelo Reyes. Uh, again, I mentioned him last week. He's a friend of mine. He's a uh, MMA. Uh, he's a mixed martial arts trainer, uh, UFC trainer in uh, in Vegas. He works with uh, Frank Mir, uh, Alessandro Ricci, real guys. guys like that. Yeah, and he was telling me about McGregor. And he's you know, talking good about McGregor and whatnot. He's a good fighter, but he said, you know, McGregor is mainly karate. He's not boxing. That's karate striking. It's not boxing striking. Like McGregor is not really a boxer. If you look at the way he stands, the way he fights. He's I was more, actually just going to say that if I had to guess something, he did some kind of kickboxing. Yeah, or he's like, it, it's more karate than boxing. So he's really got a lot to work on when it comes to his boxing because, you know, there's a lot of different, you know, the angles are a little bit different and whatnot. I mean, great that he can use some kind of defensive moves. When karate, what's one of the main defensive moves? You're, you're more at an angle. You're very much at an angle. And McGregor stands very much at an angle. Even if in the sparring session that we see on, on the internet with Van Heerden, he's very much at an angle, which is okay. That's, that's okay as long as you're able to work off that angle, you know? But... In reality, you know, putting himself out of position, even on the sparring video, people say, people make like, I love the people that hit me up and be like, oh, you know, well, they were going easy. They were just working. Even if you're just working, you're going hard, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, there's no light, light sparring. And even in light sparring, you're still working on not putting yourself out of position. You're still working on gaining the correct positioning. And he's still making those mistakes, those fundamental mistakes, even if you think the sparring isn't hard. You know what I'm saying? Van Heerden, for me, was playing with him. You know, he was, he was, he was almost like taking his foot off the gas pedal at the Times, you know, because he was walking right. him down and whatnot. Even if McGregor did throw a couple of shots, he couldn't get the proper leverage. Because in boxing, getting your leverage on shots is different than in anything else. You know what I'm saying? So even even the shots McGregor was throwing didn't look insanely hard. Like everybody's so uh, so obsessed with this guy's power. Like he, I, I, he's not going to be a puncher in boxing unless he cor- corrects the way he he throws his punches. He's not going to be a puncher because he 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 leaves his feet a lot of times that straight that let overhand left. He's he's off balance. He can't follow up with anything because he's so off balance when he throws and. When he does put combinations together, they're all arm punches. He's not even able to sit on them. He doesn't know how to throw a combination without putting weight, uh, with also putting weight on it. It becomes all arm punches. So he's got to actually learn to distribute the weight better if he's going to just box. He can be a pretty decent prospect. You can treat him as a pretty decent prospect. I mean, and not not even a prospect that's out of this world, but you can treat him as a, as a pretty decent prospect and match him up the, going up the ladder that that way. It's just, does he really want to float below the radar? I doubt he does. You know what I mean? Like he's, a, he's a millionaire fighter uh, in the UFC and, and in mixed martial arts. I, I doubt he does. Granted, you can make him a club fighter of some sorts that gets notoriety in all his little club shows the club fights are big undercard fights or whatnot that you know will uh, draw attention more so than normal like say Chavez uh, Jr. <laughs> like yeah like, maybe like a Chavez Jr. He started, exactly. he started a higher but again, level but even a Chavez Jr. you have to match him correctly I mean has Chavez yeah. Jr. really beaten anybody that's of note <laughs> besides Andy Lee who I think Andy Lee now is way better than the Andy Lee that Chavez right. Jr. beat I mean and even then, it took Chavez Jr. 50 cab, ride, cab drivers. I mean, Chavez Jr. fought about 40 cab drivers to start his career. And, and, and when he didn't fight cab drivers, when he fought a guy like uh, Carlos Molina, he robbed him twice. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, early in his career. So, again, you got to be careful the way you match this guy. Brian Vera, right? Brian Vera was later. At least right. he, at least even then, Brian Vera is a decent, like, journeyman slash faded contender, you know? But here's the thing. Here's the thing, uh, McGregor. I mean, y- you're talking. We're talking on the level of Chavez Jr. Probably even worse. 
and, and 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 boxing skills, and then you're talking about matching them with Mayweather. So of course I threw my name in there. Some people started mentioning my name. I threw my name in there. I said, you know what? I was like, this guy's a chump as far as he's going to come in and boxing like that. He's going to come in disrespecting the sport. Like you're going to learn to respect the sport either hard way or the easy way. You know what I mean? The easy way is to understand it and do it the right way. You know what I mean? The hard way is to get your ass knocked out in front of everybody and and maybe for the right price tag if you can get a Mayweather fight for the right price tag. But you'll get so embarrassed. I just don't. To me, it almost feels like it's a it's a spiel, like it's a it's a shtick, you know, shtick, because yeah. because you you created this incredible image of Conor McGregor to the point where you actually have enough idiots out there who hmm. think he can win a boxing match. You you created enough of an image out there who actually think like that that he can win a boxing match against a good fighter. Like so, you've got this. Nice image, even if it's about thirty percent of the of the people watching boxing. Even if it's about thirty percent of people, there's still thirty percent idiots. But regardless, you you've got a good thirty percent of the people. If you make that fight with a Mayweather or with anybody good, you're gonna destroy that image. He's, you're gonna you're gonna your entire image of of the fighter you've created and built is going to implode. You know what I'm saying? So so I don't think you want to do that. Am I right? I mean, no, UFC doesn't want to do it. He wants to cash I in. I don't on think the, the UFC fight. does wants to do it either. I right. think he's just trying to leverage himself against the UFC. But I say, you know what? If I'm gonna gra- if I can grab a couple of headlines, why not? People are funny. People are like, oh, this, this boy is just a money grab. You shot. You you can never beat him. First of all, yeah, it is a money grab. It's free money. Sure. <laughs> Of all, it's free money because I can kick his ass and not get touched in, in, uh, and, and make that free money. I can get a more promoted fight out of Conor McGregor than I did probably my Ricky Hatton fight, my Miguel Cotto fight. And those sure. were heavily promoted fights. Those were heavily promoted fights. And still, and they were hard fights. You know, those, those, you got to earn your money in those fights. This is like free money in that you don't even got to earn your money against this guy. <laughs> like, this is like... You just got to make you, the weight. You, you just got to make the weight. <laughs> the, the promotion is going to be a bigger promotion than anything else. Obviously, credit to him because he's got such a big name. And then the actual fight is literally like steal, taking candy from a baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even joking. Like, no. I wish I could say it like in tongue in cheek. Like, this is dead serious. The guy sucks. I mean, the guy sucks. Boy, I think your point is they're two different sports. Absolutely. Yes. And anyone with half a brain and trust me, would know this that. isn't me disrespecting Miss Martial Arts because I know myself if I get into a cage, I can't last. A single five minute round. Trust no. me, against against the Not guy like close. against a guy like Connor. You know what no. I'm saying? Like against a guy on that level. Well, you know Con- Connor, you could because he doesn't go to the ground. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. He could kick me in my head. He no, could, I know. And you respect even the way I, even the way yeah, I, even course. the way I slip punches. You know, you got on this. You can't just you know in boxing we just drop. A lot of times mm-hmm. you, you drop in a mixed martial arts fight. You, you run into a knee. You know what I mean? It's very different. Yeah, and I, you get I, yourself I, in a guillotine. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know. So so it, it's it's very different and and vice versa. You know, they're both very different, and you're gonna have a lot of trouble adjusting. One way or the other, you know. So, so I just felt like, you know, I thought the talk was good. I said, you know what, I'm gonna if I can grab a couple of headlines. I doubt this guy would really fight me, but I'm gonna steal a couple of headlines off him. You know what I mean? Because he's not really gonna fight, in my opinion. So if he's not really gonna fight, in my opinion, then me versus him is never gonna really happen either. But but you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna throw my name in there and I'm gonna talk 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 smack about him. You can say talk shit. Yeah, talk shit about him. You know, we're uh, he's a good trash talker. I know I'm known as a good trash talker. I do think the press conferences will be epic and I got a couple comments comments about that too because, you know, you gotta have uh, that, that, uh, the battle of wits, so to speak, at the press conferences. You know, everything's shooting from the hip at press conferences. I, I think it would be terrific. I, th- I think uh, that would be entertaining in and of itself. But then the fight would be totally uncompetitive. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the, I, I would, I would beat him. He, I would actually walk him down and stop him. People are like, oh, you, you can't stop anything, buddy. <laughs> first of all, a grown man hit another grown man. If I punch any of these people in the face that that are uh, out, are out there to saying I, I can't stop anybody, I'll knock them out. Like I've literally been in street fights and I had knockouts and nightclubs. <laughs> I, I've, I've not in a long time, thank God. But you know what? It's happened. 
happened, you know? So, so don't give me the whole spiel about I don't know if these people think like they're really here hitting with pillows. Like, I think the people <laughs> really, like look at people on the knockout record and really, they really assume that if you hit somebody, it doesn't hurt. Like, I don't understand where that thinking you, process comes from. You're a very successful you know pro what's funny, fighter. So, you know uh, what's funny, too, is that people don't understand that taking Connor and, and what he's normally comfortable with and then putting him in 12 round that fight. That tires him that, out. First of all, mentally, you're, now you're stuck in there with Paulie Malignaggi, and it, it might not sound so scary to people because they say he can't punch and this and that. You're stuck in his domain now. Yeah, he has twelve rounds to beat the life out of you yeah. and walk you down and mentally pressure you and give you ranges that you've never even seen. Yeah, before. and I look at the way I beat Zab. I walked down Zab. Zab was clearly um, known as a much bigger puncher than me. I walked him. I beat Zab Judah by walking him down. You know what I mean, I walked him down because mentally the pressure. Crumbles you if you don't know how to defend yourself. Now Zab knows how to defend himself better in the ring than than does Conor McGregor, former world champion. <laughs> Con yeah, Conor in a ring, I will stop him. I will walk him down that way, mentally destroy him mentally because walking him down, uh, nothing he's doing is going to prevent me from coming off the ring and walking down. And then I will destroy him. I will literally stop him. He would get stopped. The seventh or eighth round would play out almost the way he did but with just, Nate Diaz as far as like where he's doing everything he can then all of a sudden he goes alright that's it I'm done <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I mean but it's gonna be body shots head right. shots uh, cutting off the ring you're gonna look for an escape to get a breather you're not gonna get it I'm gonna be sticking the jab in that your ring face, gets really you really small well, yeah so, <laughs> but anyway I, I mean I, I think anybody out there who has any sort of intelligence already understands what we're talking about this is also for the idiots who, who don't get it you know and, and again jump into I did, a new sport. I did feel like I had to make sure I mentioned that you know this is not a disrespect Respect for mixed martial arts because I wouldn't dare. You, you watch that. it all the time. I have, I have friends in mixed martial isn't arts. Friends with Alessandro Ricci. My brother is a brown belt in uh, yeah. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu with yeah. with um oh uh, what's his name uh, Gar Garcia was his name uh, Alejandro Garcia yeah right mm -hmm. the, the the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu uh, guy. So you have a lot of respect for the sport. Yeah, very of very course. big Jiu Jitsu t uh, fighter. Um, oh, you have friends with Frankie Edgar. Uh, Frankie Edgar. Um, <coughs> GSP. Uh, uh, yeah, GSP. Um, Anthony Showtime Pettis. You know, so oh, I yeah. a ton of respect for the, all all these all the my mixed martial arts uh, cousins of boxing. I guess we'll call it. You know, because because you know combat for a living is still combat for a living, and it's very difficult to do. But you can't interchange the two and just step in at a world class level when you just step over into the next one. You know, you got. I think you got to start from the beginning. You got to be treated as a prospect, and uh, I don't know that. Connor has the humility to be treated as a prospect, nor nor does he want to take the pay cut to be treated as a prospect. You know, but does he get paid? How much does he made in the UFC? I feel like he's he's kind of not made as he's much. He's probably made a lot of money in sponsors. Yep. I think his purse money is probably gypped from him because um, the UFC has some kind of really unfair rules when it comes. I'll to... I'll put it to you this way: he doesn't make what he projects he makes. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he does well. No, no, he gets well. it in sponsors. Here's the thing: the UFC you brand guys can make a lot of money. Yeah, but he, yeah, because he's the thing: the UFC brand. As, uh, it, it generates a lot of money So the, the UFC brand Will keep most of the money Unfortunately And a lot of these fighters Are unhappy about it I, Honestly man I, I, That's why I think Just think when these guys Become free agents They should all jump to Bellator You know what I mean like, right. You know you, sure. you, you know Maybe you're getting a better Gonna get a better deal From Bellator Bellator is there to create competition But everybody's still stuck With the UFC Maybe these contracts Never end I don't know Which could also be a, That's what I feel An, like an issue is. too You know You feel like you're uh, you're You signed your life contract. away yeah. You signed your life away To get in UFC Because you think It's, it's life changing And, and, and it and is then, and, then, but, and then the problem Problem is when you're in a in a contract that you're not happy with, and uh, and at times I've been in this position in my career, you don't feel like litigating in court because you feel like you're losing time off your prime of your career, you know, yeah. because that litigation will. Some guys have the patience to do that. Like we just saw Mikey Mikey Garcia do. Yeah, Mikey top told us the story. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I've seen it in the past. He cost him a million of his own money. Yeah, so I've seen it in the past. So you know, I, I, at this. 
you know, some guys have that patience, that have that mental wherewithal. I, ne I never had it. I always felt like, man, I'm a, I'm a speed fighter. My prime is not going to last long. I need, I need to just fight and fight and fight, you know, uh, no matter, take take what comes my way, you know. So, so I, um, you know, so that that's the that's the, that's the situation there with um, with Connor. And people are funny because they, again, like I said before, they're talking about, oh, it's a, it's a money grab. You just, you're finished. You're shot. Why don't you shut up? Oh. But then what happens, the last laugh is always on me because there is always a plan to what Paulie Malinaji does. I am always a step ahead of you morons. Not everybody out there is a moron, just the ones that have jumped to that conclusion that I'm talking about. We love our fans. And here is the step ahead of you morons that this led to. Yesterday, or two days ago, my team was contacted by Eddie Hearn and was given an offer to fight Ricky Burns for the WBA 140-pound world title. Okay, now, granted, 140 pounds is not any, a weight that I've made in a... And a, is a weight that I haven't made in a long time, and I question whether I can make it. We're in the middle of talks, and we're in the middle of going back and forth, and if this can happen, it probably happens in Scotland around March or April, okay? So, yes, once again, my thinking outside the box, I never thought I was going to get the Conor McGregor fight. If it fell on my lap, it would have fell on my lap, but guess what? Ricky Burns is also from the UK. He's from Scotland. So this 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 fell this ends up falling right into my lap. Me getting hot, my name making headlines. Boom! This falls right into my lap. A world title shot. I'm on a three fight winning streak. To show you how to do I this, son. I am always ahead of you, morons. So whenever <laughs> you think, "What the hell is Paulie doing? What is he saying?" Just shut up and don't, learn. Don't try think to understand. Think outside it. the box, you mutts. Okay, think uh, well, outside the box. But what's a what's a money grab? So. It's not a money grab for Connor to try to make twenty million dollars fighting Floyd and get stopped oh, in a few of rounds. Of yeah. hundred in their mind. Yeah. In, their, in their mind, That's the, not a money in their grab. mind, he is uh, he has the right to do that. I guess. Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah, who, I can't blame him. Why I not? don't even hate on that. I mean, right. I mean, I don't think he should get it. I don't think he will. But I mean, but people will pay for this. People will watch. Of course they will. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch. Listen, he's been famous for about seven months. Bro, it was a uh, there was a Twitter. There was a Twitter year and change. There was a Twitter, and I retweeted it like a Twitter. Um, what are the old things where you? They calculate the percentage of votes. What do they call it? a poll? A poll. <laughs> yeah, a Twitter poll. 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 A Twitter poll. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we saw that. Uh, we <laughs> what are you doing over there? A poll. A poll. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we. They, I retweeted the poll so more people would see it and vote. But I wanted to see, you know, who people really thought would win. You know, it was me and Conor McGregor. And at the end of the voting poll, there was only like fifteen hundred and something votes, but I had sixty-eight percent of the vote. Granted, for me, I'm thinking like, really, 32 percent of you morons thought this guy think this guy would win. But, it's but then Twitter. I thought, but then I thought, you know what? This is what would make the That's fight. That's a good thing. You know, this is what yeah, you know get people also, talking because it's if, also it's all, Twitter too. if it's all 100 percent, you know, you, there's no interest. You know, no, so I, I totally see, well, I'd like to see that, man. So it was all good. But yes, yeah, so, happens in Brooklyn. So things opened up, and uh, you know, I am in negotiations for the uh, Ricky Burns fight with uh, Mantrum, and we'll see. I mean, I, I can't make promises because honestly, I don't know if I can make the weight. I would, I would, if I take this fight, it would have to be. The, the, tr the weight cut of my life uh, The training camp of my life And, I, and, and if any of you listen to this uh, To this uh, podcast I went into a very bad weight cut That I had for the first Juan Diaz fight uh, Many episodes ago And that was like living death So um, I don't know if, if making a weight That you know uh, I've just turned 36 years old And making a weight that I haven't made Since I fought Amir Khan in May 2010 Is healthy But I also have always been a go-getter I've always been uh, somebody who tries to reach For a little bit, bit higher And um I think that getting a world title shot at this stage of my career, I, I even I thought it was far gone. You know, like it was it was not going to happen. So I, you know, this is probably 
the last world title shot will ever be offered. So it's up to me to either take it or leave it. And so we're, uh, we're I'm at least in the middle of uh, trying to work it out. My team is with uh, Matchroom, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. The weight, the weight is a big deal, but obviously it's a business too. And yeah, you know, you have to be compensated to yeah. make the weight to go and sell out the arena, and you know, mm-hmm. it's all it's all part of it. Yeah, but also it's how also much a legacy. Ki- how much is a kidney? It's also for legacy. You yeah. know how much is a kidney? Yeah, maybe yeah. I could just lose yeah. one of those, right? Yeah. It's also for legacy, you know. Like uh, for me, a, a chance to retire as a three-time world champion. Because honestly, beating Burns, the only thing that would that would keep me boxing is probably uh, a Conor McGregor fight. If that would lead, that would build momentum for the McGregor fight. Otherwise, uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, first of all, I don't think I could ever defend that title. But just a, a chance to retire <laughs> as a, a three-time world champion. Pete. You know, it was. Uh, <laughs> You know, it it would be something special, you know, and it would really be. I would really be able to close out a, a very uh, up and down, difficult career at times, uh, the way just the way I want. I want to, you know, and, and I could really do it. Say I did it like Frank Sinatra. I did the whole thing my way. You know, that's like, right. I, I went sport. to Ukraine. I won the world yeah. title. If I can go to Scotland and close it out and retire with a world title. Um, He's I don't having know. nightmares though about how you're going to act trying to lose this weight, like your moods. He's, he's, he's yeah, already I, having nightmares. I, I, have, over I have nightmares <laughs> thinking about how I'm going to act. Trust me. My wife has nightmares thinking about how because, he's going to act. Because because the fact of the matter is when I when my weight drops, my I I, start, I feel like I lose brain cells just weight dropping. Like I become even more forgetful than I already am. You're I, not I lose I lose stuff like even more rapidly. Like like my mind is just. Gone, it's like hey, because yeah, if you don't, if you don't, there's less it, water in your brain. Yeah, I guess so. But but what it is is, I, I think if you don't, you know, have to give yourself the nutrients, you have the proper nutrients to your brain. Your brain stops functioning correctly. You become like mentally disabled, almost. You know what I'm saying? Like I really like lose it. Like I lose. So I can't imagine the super lightweight. Uh, weight cut would probably have my head banged off. I probably have me banging my head off the walls. But but uh. I, th- I think I've always been a very disciplined person. I've, I've never missed weight in my life. Um, and I, when I want something, I've always been a person. That's to, what uh, scares me even more. I've, I, when I want something, I, I always go for it. And, One uh, more time, man. And, 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 and if we work this deal out, Cut it, off this it, it would be something <laughs> that, I, uh, that you know, I, w- I would give my full, full uh, heart and put my full, full heart into because it would it would be really a, a, a perfect way, like a... a a fantasy ending to my career, you know. I put it that way. You know, I would and be we'd something. Have, we'd have some real fun shows, podcasts leading up to that fight. That would be a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, if if, if I can. Paulie, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Cut off these two fingers, and yeah, then right. I'll go in a sauna, and I think I'll be like one forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> then what? <laughs> Take off my tongue. Cut off my tongue. Yeah, <laughs> drop some blood, right? Yeah. Donate some Donate blood. Donate blood. <laughs> you can do it. You do the colonics. I might have to be the colonics thing, right? Yeah. I might, I might have to try that colonics I'm thing. I'm telling you something. A lot of old stuff comes out. Yeah? I've done it. How much weight? Uh, I, I didn't weigh myself. I wasn't trying to make weight. Yeah. I'm just, I'm well, just the a, doctor sticks I'm this up your butthole and he's like, I shoot up a bunch of water and it oh, comes back out. I might, I might, I might be, I might be one of the options I have to take. You know? Hey, do what you got to do. Uh, one more time, man. I'm, I'm totally out of ideas, you know. So three <laughs> sounds way better <laughs> than two. I guess I'm willing to suffer for it. Trust me. So we'll see. We'll see if we can work this out first. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I figure I give each, I give everybody the bombshell and the, the I dropped the, I dropped the news here on the podcast since it is our podcast. And before that. Before that potential fight happens, more immediately we have December tenth. Mm-hmm. Oh, right behind you. Brought you. it up. We sure do. There it is. Hold on, I got my pointer. Uh, right hey, there. December tenth. Yeah. We have that on camera. Yeah, we have it's that. on there. We but have I think that. you might be able to see it, but that's, that's we, some we'll, card. Yeah, we'll let them know what it says. And that's uh, Jesus Cuellar 
versus Abnormalis. I, he likes to pronounce it Quajar, by the way, because again, I don't know if it's Argentina, that's how they pronounce it. Because Quajar. When, I, when I worked a, a, a Quajar fight, I think early, last year, maybe or two years ago, I had a lot of people tweeting, it's Quajar, why do they keep pronouncing it Quajar? Listen, Jesus told us in the fighter meeting he likes to pronounce Quajar. <laughs> right. All right, believe me, I know, the, I, know the, the, I know the double L is yeah, I know that. But Jesus wants to pronounce Ja. Hey, we pronounce it the way Jesus wants it. That's Jesus' yeah, last name. It's his At name, the end right? of the day, it's his last name. So he says it's pronounced Quajar. So Jesus Quajar against Abnormalis. And obviously, that's a, 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 a good fight, a, a solid fight, a, a fight with potential fireworks. Uh, Quajar, Quajar is known as a, a big puncher. A little bit on the raw side, but a very big puncher, South Paul. And the, the, sometimes those guys on the raw side can be... A bit uh, unorthodox and awkward. even awkward, you know, tough to time because they they are so so weird, you know. I I, I worked uh, I first saw Quajar when he knocked out uh, Juan Manuel Lopez, I believe, and that was mm. a that was a rough rough knockout that we thought ended Lopez's career at the time. But instead, he's since come back and uh, knocked he out a knockout Alberto Vasquez Jr. and his trainer, and then he <laughs> fought the trainer too afterwards. Well, he almost got stopped by the trainer. He walked into like two hooks. Bro. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> but what happened? The f- they stopped that fight or what happened? They stopped the fight. He beats him. He beats Alberto Vasquez Jr. And he then goes to the middle of the ring and looks at the train at the corner. Now, the guy's, you know, with you, I'm the first guy in the, in the ring yeah. every time. So that trainer wanted to get in to see his fighter. Uh-huh. And he just has like his hands like this and he goes, and so, he like spears towards him. Spear him? He no, speared him? No, he's like running. He did the Goldberg? No, he ran as fast as he could towards him. And the trainer was like, what's this guy doing? Poof. <laughs> no. He didn't want to check him? Yeah. He checked him? Then, then Wama, Wama was about to throw wow, something. He didn't even. He, he got didn't hit even with another hook. He got he hit with another he, hook. Pow! Wow, he didn't even sprawl. He he he, choked. he came out hooking. He, he he didn't even sprawl on that spear. He just hooked him. Forgot who? He, well, this guy's a former boxer. I'm sure he forgot who he's. You know. Puerto Rican too. Right? Puerto Rican too. That left hook comes out quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if somebody rushed you, Paul. You, your instinct would be to punch real quick. Yeah, you have to think about it. Low, I don't know. Even in the ring, if they get too low, they come in too low. I just push their head down. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, uh-huh. no, because Wama no, no looked Yusef, like yeah. he was about no. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next, <laughs> next segment. <laughs> and so uh, no, but yeah, I remember you actually, you were giving Abner a lot of credit for taking this fight because coming off a loss, he could have went an easier route. Yeah, yeah. And, and Quajar, like I said, I mean, you know, punchers, they can end you real quick. You know what I mean? You be might be winning a fight, like, yeah. and you might be doing well, and the fight just ends real quick. You know, I remember Johnny Boz was always a, a great matchmaker. I was, I was rest in peace. a part of my career. Uh, I learned a lot from Johnny Boz. Rest in peace, Johnny Boz. He was one of the most erratic, weird characters in boxing, but a, a knowledge of boxing beyond belief. You could Encyclopedia. And, and, and he would just, you would learn about boxing and matchmaking and all that. He was a genius. Anyway, I worked with him uh, for part of my career, and uh, Johnny used to always tell me, it takes three years to build a fighter it takes 10 seconds to ruin one you know so hmm. and it means you know you avoid punchers when you can is basically what he's saying you know uh if you want to bring your fighter along a long way you know so having said that by that uh by that topic of discussion you know modest is going at the puncher you know he's, yeah. he's, t- he's coming off of a clo- close competitive loss in santa cruz right that was his yep. last fight because yep. then the, the quasar fight in june got canceled so that's right 
So, you know, he's coming off of, of the the loss to Santa Cruz. It's been off over a year, and he's fighting right. this. So it's a layoff. Very big puncher. Right. You know, Quijar is a very big puncher. But at the same time, Abner's never been the kind of guy who's shied away from tough fights. I think him and Carl Frock has probably had some of the toughest schedules in boxing that I've That's ever seen. That's why he's one know? of my favorites, so, Abner. Uh, oh, so Abner on, goes for it. You mm-hmm. mentioned Carl Frotch. I mean, he's, they're talking about him and Triple G. There's a little, little scuttlebutt I, I, about that. I, I think it's just talk. I yeah. think it's just talk. One thing about Carl, he's, a, he's taking good care of his money. He lives very well. Mm-hmm. He's very frugal. Uh, to say the least, um, and he's uh, uh, he's always, he had a great career and, and left a great legacy behind him. Plus, he just had a nose job, so you know you're not gonna pay for a nose job and then go fight <laughs> and again. then get it smashed. I yeah, think he, I think he'd afford another one, probably. Yeah, but yeah, yeah granted, if I, that's true. With the, with but triple if you G really want, he could afford it. Yeah, yeah. if it's triple G money, I guess yeah. he could afford it. But do you really want to go through all that again? I don't know. I just feel like. He, he, said it, he said it to us in, in London when yeah. I saw him. And I was like, how yeah. you doing? And, and one, of, one of the kids that was with us was like, you going to fight again? He's like, no. <laughs> like, oh, it's, I, you know, I, everyone gets tempted. You guys know well, that. Of course. You're always going to have your ear, you know, to the, would keep your ear to the rhinestone. <laughs> I don't know, head to the grindstone? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Balls to the, the wall. Yeah. Balls to the wall, right. Yeah. No, you're always going to have your ear out there yeah. if your name gets thrown in a mix. Sure. But when they said, uh, you know, you're not going to fight? He goes, no. Lovely. I don't have to. <laughs> sure. I said that's the best plan. That's that is lovely. That's good. That's good. And, and, you know, he, and, and he can away. have a satisfaction out of his career. You know, so it's uh, it's it's good. It's, uh, I I don't see that fight happening. It's just a lot of talk. You know. But it's nice to have a few million hanging over your head if you want it. Want it to? Yeah, know? because there's no such thing as extra money, right? Right. Exactly. True. Anyway. So, but uh, but they're in, the, but they're in serious talks with uh, with Danny Jacobs still, no? I think so. I think they're That's trying to work the Danny Jacobs fight out. You know, see if, nice. they can, see if they can. Speaking of which, uh, Saunders just got a win, right? Yeah, Saunders just got a win. Who did it with that guy for? I heard it was a close competitive fight. You know, I can't pronounce his name. You know, um, Arch. Yeah. When does Frank Warren's TV deal start with this BT Sport? Because his guy's got to get some some international coverage. Because really, n- nobody knows who his fighters are, bro. You know what I mean? Like his fighters need some coverage. I mean, nobody's seen this fight, Billy Joe Saunders fight outside of England. I don't think you know. So. Akar- Akavav. Akavav. Yeah, I heard it was a very close fight. I heard I it was. Knew uh, it was Ak- it could have won either way. Yeah, no, a lot it of people very competitive. That. You know, he was embarrassed uh, you know. by his performance. He wasn't happy with his but also that that's also happens when you're you, when you're rusty, you're out of the ring for a while, you know, like you know that, that that's some of it is down to your promoter. It's like well, especially it's like Nicholas Walter said when he when he lost to Lomachenko. Okay, granted he quit, the criticism is there, but at day's end he's like, y'all gotta gotta get me some fights, bro. He goes, you guys get him fights, get me some fights, you know, keep me busy, you know. Uh, especially you could keep you me could busy touch on this too. Saunders is a boxer, so yeah. the more active you are, the more sharp, sharp you are, get, yeah. the alert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also just keeps your mean streak going. It you know keeps that keeps that edge about you. You know when you when you stay busy as a fighter. You know, um, so going back to the Saturday Saturday's fight, yes, sir. Quayar and uh, Maris, You know, so it's a good fight. Um, it's see the WBA still confuses me with this uh, super title and regular title. I don't know which title this is for. I mean, it's the WBA super featherweight title, but is there a, a superior super featherweight champion or is this the super featherweight champion? I'm gonna find out for you because. Um, there was the guy Jason Sosa, right? He's at one thirty. Didn't doesn't he, does he have a WBA title that he beat? Uh, he he won it. He won it off of uh, Javier Fortuna in China, and then he oh. beat and then he beat Stephen Smith, Paul Smith's brother. Right, right, right. And Monte Carlo, he defended it. And he, I think, he also has a version of the WBA Super Featherweight title. 
uh, Seth, our fact checker, our, our resident mm-hmm. fact checker. Despite the changes in the show, Seth is still the resident fact checker, and we're going to check on that right now. That's one thing about the, the WBA. I know has said that they were going to start to con, 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 combine the titles back to one major title, which is good. And that's all the, also another thing with the Ricky Burns fight. The only reason I'm considering it is because it's for, it's for the, the junior welterweight title in the WBA. Same thing with my Sanchenko fight was for the title at that time. Uh, if they if I was fighting for a lesser title, would not even I would personally not even be considering these fights. Quajar is the the underneath Frampton on WBA. Frampton, Frampton. has a WBA. At 126? Oh, the fight's on 126? Yeah. Oh, wow. Featherweight. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was super featherweight. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Frampton has the 126 title that... uh. That uh that Santa Cruz had correct yes yes so he has the oh. interim was it the, so uh, yeah the, no there's a regular title and regular super title, and a super so, yeah, so yeah. Frampton is a super champion yeah so for me Frampton is the real champion here because I the the, the box and I grew up in there was one WBA title you know one so WBA what champion. you would like to happen is the winner of Quajar and Maris fight fights the winner, the winner of Frampton Leo and, Sa- and Santa Cruz right. that would be terrific that would be terrific. we could we could join another you get rid of the WBA, WBA right title. there because I think what uh um uh Hiberto's trying to do and shout out to Alberto Mendoza, uh, what he's trying to do is anytime he can unify them, he doesn't want to split them anymore. Right. You know, so uh, it's it's hard to get all these titles unified now. But once he does, he doesn't want to split them anymore. So at 140, there's one title. I believe we're just going to keep one title. Mm. I, I believe that's the way it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And uh, and if you can get these two guys in the ring with each other, the uh, the winners of those two fights, maybe they'll they'll do the same thing. Two weight we'll classes down, 15 uh, to go. And Showtime's got a lot of great 126. Like you know, oh, Russell, and, yeah. oh, Russell yeah. and Selby going to fight. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, they definitely are guys that need to get some rounds. Has Selby fought this year? Has Selby know. even fought this year? I'll take a look. Lee Selby has, I mean, I would not be a happy camper if I was Lee Selby. You know? no, of like, course. When, I you, mean, when yeah. you say Lee Selby, I think of Lee Purdy. Lee Purdy. No, no, I definitely guy. don't want to confuse Lee Selby with <laughs> Lee Purdy. <laughs> and he's 29. He's a drunk not, guy I in Atlantic City. Drunk guy. With like Devin Alexander fight. Well, how did he sound? What did he Purdy! And then he just kept yelling. Purdy! The and guy wasn't even in the arena yet. He was already ossified. Purdy was still in the in the hotel <laughs> gathering his stuff. <laughs> the, the come to the arena. Yeah, the he didn't even get in the shuttle to, to get a ride yet. He fought in April. <laughs> did the guy make it through Purdy's fight or did they throw him out? No, but they, they moved him because he wasn't sitting. He wasn't supposed to be sitting where we were. <laughs> he yeah, was there. Yeah, yeah. He was sweating and everything. He was sweating like a big like fat ball guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> With a big British shirt. And what did he say? Purdy! You think <laughs> come he got, on, Purdy! You, you think he was... He was cognizant enough by the time Alexander and Purdy were fighting that that he actually saw the Purdy fight or no? No, he was looking. He was turning back to the crowd, going, "Who are you?" After the third round, it was three nothing. Devin Alexander <laughs> and Purdy's head was half off his face. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going, "Come on, what you got?" Uh, you know what the other one like that was when I was at the Jermaine Taylor Kelly oh, Pavlik <laughs> one. <laughs> were you there with me? No, yeah. I had a wedding. My this guy, who was the guy wedding. rooting for? The first guy, the guy came rooting for, for Kelly Pavlik. Pavlik, Kelly Pavlik, right? No, what was he one for Jermaine? And then uh, he was like a he was like a country guy. He was a country was, guy. He was like a down south guy. He was cheering for for Kelly. Kelly. And then and then, he, and then when he started getting hit and getting yeah, dropped. Because Kelly dropped him. Right? Cause Kelly Jermaine dropped. dropped. Jermaine dropped. Yeah, this guy came out. Kelly walks out. I was in Atlantic City. This is a uh, public versus a uh, uh, chamber. Jermaine Taylor. Kelly Pavlik was both fighters walk out. It's a big expectation to this fight. Big fight. You know. Yeah, I'm sure everybody remembers it who watched it. So Pavlik's coming out. This guy's like behind me. Yeah, going crazy about Pavlik. And you know. 
I'm just keeping it neutral, but, you know, Jermaine was my stablemate at the time, so mm-hmm. I was kind of angled towards Jermaine, you know? But, um, you know, it, it was everybody's coming out, and this guy's going crazy. Oh, Pablo. So I'm like, man, I got a, I got I got a real drinking. big Pablo supporter <laughs> behind me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy. So the fight starts. Jermaine starts out well in that fight. You know, Jermaine actually drops Kelly early in the fight, right? Second, third round. So Jermaine drops Kelly. This guy behind me goes crazy. Oh! <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> and he's going crazy for Jermaine dropping Kelly. The guy didn't even know who he was cheering for anymore. He was so ossified. He didn't even know who he was cheering for anymore. Then Kelly ended up fan. knocking out Jermaine and he was cheering for Kelly again. Maybe he just loves the sport. I, I think yeah. he just had the under. Maybe he just yeah. had the under. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I had Pavlik in that fight. I bet the under and I, that's some bitch. I bet that fight. <laughs> I had that one. So, yeah, it cost me fight. a bottle of champagne. Uh, I bet one of the promoters at Runway that I... Uh, he knocked out Miranda before that. I was yeah, like, I like yeah, this kid. I loved him. Kelly and Kelly Pavlik in his prime was good. I man. thought Jermaine just had too much for him. And, you know, Jermaine was doing well, but... Yeah, that was the beginning of his uh, downward spiral, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you asked about Lee Selby. He fought in April against Eric Hunter. Oh, he fought, oh yeah, yeah, the Eric Hunter fight. I saw that fight. Yeah, Eric, Eric's a hard luck kind of guy, man. If somebody would take care of Eric, uh, I think he could have a better career. It's just, you know, unfortunately... You know, sometimes the politics get in the way of the sport, and these guys, you know, end up struggling. But uh, I know Eric Hunter personally, and he, he actually dropped Lee Selby in that fight. You know, oh, he did dro- he? he dropped him early in that fight, and they showed it. We showed it on Showtime. We showed it on the International Broadcast. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Lee got himself together. And, uh, you know, it was an experience for uh, for Eric nonetheless, but Selby got himself back together and definitely boxed well and got the win. But, again, I mean, if I'm if I'm Selby, if I'm Gary Russell, I'm not happy. You know what I'm saying? I, I think these guys probably want to get busy, and uh, maybe, who knows, maybe we'll see them busy against each other. You know, with the Showtime schedule kind of picking up early next year, hopefully it stays picked up, and, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be able to get some of these guys in the ring against each other, and then maybe the winners can battle or the losers can battle interchangeable because that featherweight, it really, really is uh, a stacked weight class with, with a lot of potentially fun fights, you know? And we've seen how intense Gary Russell is. He wants to fight. Yeah. I mean, he is serious. I mean, he has a round and a half uh, all year. I mean, I will. I, yeah. he's definitely fresh. You know, he's, you don't want to you don't want to waste a guy like that's prime because he's, he's fun to watch. He's good. And, uh, you know, that kind of prime doesn't last long, you know? Well, we're on Showtime Championship speaking Boxing now, so you can tell him. Tell him, Paul. Get, get, get Gary a fight. You got some, Paul. Well, speaking oh, of, yeah. speaking of so. prime, the cold feature would normally be a main event. And speaking of stacked weight classes, <laughs> the co-feature is, is, is a, just a small smidgen of what's at junior middleweight. And this is a, it's a mouth-watering, salivating fight uh, between uh, Jamal Charlo, the IBF uh, junior welterweight champion, I mean junior, junior middleweight champion, and uh, uh, Julian Williams, his number one contender. I mean, these two guys are legit dynamite fighters. And in a, in a, in a weight class chalk full of dynamite fighters, you know, uh, Again, my problem with the junior junior uh, middleweight. middleweight division is too many excellent fighters, not enough stars. So these guys are all trying to become stars, and unfortunately, there is going to be guys in this weight class that not only are so good, yet won't become stars, they won't even become world champions. And people will look back at them and be like, yeah, he was a pretty good fighter, but, but, but what? Jerk-offs, but what? <laughs> Sometimes you just come along in a tough, tough generation. And this is going to be the case for this junior middleweight generation because it, it just keeps producing new ones. Absolutely. Even on the undercard, off TV, or maybe on the extreme portion, Eric's a Lumen fight. Eric's a Lumen. Look, dude, he's just another guy who's, who's young and is a young destroyer, good, skilled fighter, like, just, just unbelievable. Obviously, we, we, 
we saw the, uh, the 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 rise of Jared Hurd in the past year as well. To add mm-hmm. to that, you know, we've already got the more established guys like Erislandi Lara, um, even Vanis Madarosian who fought Erislandi Lara in a, in a very close fight. Vanis is still very much a part of the junior middleweight mix. You know, you got the Cholo twins, Canelo. You have Bubu Andre. Uh-huh. Canelo, I think, is moving up. But regardless, you have Coyle's name still in there. I mean, at the, as a matter of fact, he might fight Kirkland. Right? Kirkland, they're talking about. Talking about that February twenty fifth. It's hard Kirkland. to figure out. Get Wolf back. It's I don't know. Who's number one at one fifty four? This fight, this winner, of this fight might be the number one. Winner, of this fight oh. has a legitimate claim to be number one because the winner. I tell you why. Because people are gonna say if Julian wins it, people are gonna say, well, you can't call him number one. He hasn't fought too many guys yet. True, but the winner of this guy will have a legitimate claim because he'll have a a win over probably the best of the opponents. I mean, granted, Lara's win over Vanis is a solid so far. That might be the best win in junior middleweight anybody has right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because Canelo went up, so his win over Lara, he can't count anymore because Canelo's not in the weight class anymore. But as far as a win over junior middleweight, um, Lara's win over Vanis is good. Jamal's win over Austin Trout is also Very solid. Good. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to start the fight. I think they're starting to fight each other. We've seen it this year a little bit. Uh, we can see some more of these fights in the, uh, this coming year and you know, next year even. Uh, in the coming year, 2017, maybe 2018. Because these guys are young. These guys are going to yeah. stick around, you know. Some That's of them might move part. up the middleweight, but yeah. they're going to be around. Um, you're gonna maybe you'll kind of clear the clear the fog out of the way a little bit because you, you got a lot of potential, a lot of potential in this weight class and uh, a lot of good potential money to be made for these guys, hopefully, and uh, a lot of fun fights to be made for the fans and hopefully they appreciate them. Whether there's a winner and a loser, you can't write. Here's the thing about fighters: this is the reason fighters stop fighting each other because you can't write them off when they lose fights like this. You know, you gotta credit guys for fighting fights like this. There's going to be a winner and a loser. Now, just because a guy loses doesn't mean, ah, well, you know what? He just he was Uh, alright. But but, but he lost. Alright, but what? Jerk off. Alright, but what? You got to give these guys credit so they can keep coming back so that other fighters behind them will want to fight top fighters because they won't see the example of these guys who are in front of them and be like, wow, well, he fought top fighters and got beat. Well, you know, they they wrote him off, you know? You got to give people credit for fighting top fighters, whether they're winning or losing because who knows? He might lose to one top fighter, but you might beat another one. You know what I'm saying? Styles, Styles make, make fights. fights. Styles right. make fights. Uh-huh. Jinx, double jinx. Ooh. Yeah. Got me. I mean, people, 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 I love, people always love to say that I lost all my top fights. You know, but the, the, the funny thing about that is when I won them, they became not top fights. Right. You know what I mean? So suddenly the only ones that lost became top fights. But you like when I beat Juan Diaz, if I would have lost the Juan Diaz fight, it would have been considered a top fight. Because I beat him, all of a sudden it's not a top fight. The Jab Judah fight, he was coming off giving Danny Garcia a very tough fight. If I would have lost that fight, it would have been considered one of my top fights. Who's not but, giving you but, respect? Oh, I, I hear that a lot about him. I hear that a lot about my T.L. Paul, he didn't lost all his big fights. Come Paul, on. Paul, Paul, also, they, that's it's because hard. It's 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 top fights from happening in this weight class and especially in this weight class if you don't get these guys matched up against each other it's going to be a shame what's going to be a shame the sport if the best aren't the best that's what the fans exactly. want to see no Enough. they don't want to see that. that's the problem they don't they want to see it and they want to just write guys off that's the problem the fans have to be a part of the solution not a part of the problem the fans are a part of the problem when they complain, when they when they write guys off as soon as they get beat by another top fighter then the, the, the top fighters behind that guy who are coming up the ladder are going to be like well you know what i guess i got to dodge him and and and, and work my way around these top Fighters because because otherwise they're gonna write me off. Does it so depend? You, if you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Because I know I know part of the problem.
problem is business and all that shit. That's that stuff. But part of the problem is also fans and media writing guys off right away, right away, as soon as they get beat. You know, like a first round knockout, for example. Sometimes a first round knockout, like in Peter Quillen's case with Danny Jacobs, a first round knockout. Dude, you just got caught. You never right. got started. That might have been a really good fight. You just yeah. got caught. I remember Trinidad and Vargas. I remember thinking the exact same thing. He was down twice in round one, and I'm like, wow, this would have been such a great fight. He's not going to get out of round one. What a shame. What a shame. We're going to all have missed a great fight because this would have been such a great fight. Luckily, Fernando somehow got out of round one, and it turned out to be a terrific fight. So, one of my favorite fights so, of all time. So, and Marquez so Jacobs, Jacob, Jacob, yeah, yeah, Marquez and Pacquiao, too. So, again, a first-round knockout. Sometimes the guy... Barely makes it out of the round, and then it's a great fight. Sometimes he doesn't make it out of the round. Now the guy got knocked out in the first round. What do you write him off? You're done. He's history. Ah, oh, you got knocked out and run round one round. That's it. He's done. You guys are jerk offs because you're you you step you're ruining you're ruining it for yourselves at the end of the day. That's what you do. The media, the fan, you're ruining it for yourselves at the end of the day. So you gotta you gotta treat it the right way. You gotta give these guys credit for fighting each other because that way more guys will fight each other. They realize that you're not risking your entire career on one night against a tough fighter. You know what I'm saying? So what happens with a guy like Sean? Porter, right? Because he lost to he lost to the top two welterweights. Yeah, right? he lost to Keith Thurman and, and Kel Brook. Yeah, and the Keith for Thurman, me are the top two welterweights. Yeah, Keith, and, Keith, but Arnold's right there. Arnold's right, right and, there. Well, he's on his way up, right? So. Who's, who's he going to fight? So he's going to fight one of the other up and coming guys. He'll still get. He still nah, should be. I don't, is he still know. considered a top five welterweight? Absolutely, I think Sean is. Yeah. I think Sean is. It's just you know he's the kind of guy that people don't want to take a chance on. You know, Sean he's doesn't rough. really sell he's a, a lot. Knight. He's a rough guy. He's a rough knight. You know, he's one of those guys that you know when you want to hate when you want the rules uh, applied and you want to complain like in the Andre Ward fight you're all complaints but then you watch a Sean Porter fight and then you don't want to complain about anything he does. So guys realize that you know what I mean? They realize he's, he's a foul machine. And listen, boxing is boxing. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You do what you got to do to win. And Sean does what he has to do to win. Elbows, but, heads. But people don't want to deal with that is what I'm saying. At the end of the day, fighters a lot of times don't want to deal with that. Oh, we got one other big fight that night. We have no, a I say big, I mean big. Yeah, these guys are pretty big. Yeah. No use. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Anthony uh, Joshua was fighting Eric Molina. And Molina kind of made his name in that Deontay Wilder fight where he gave Deontay a little bit of trouble. I think and he rocked him in one of the rounds and Deontay came back and stopped him. But Molina's always a ton of heart. A, a ton of heart. Comes to fight. Brings in lunch pail, so to speak. And comes he's to a work. school teacher. He comes to work, man. And he's a tough dude. Yeah. Real fun guy to watch. And uh, I, I, all the... All the um, all the news I get from the UK, from uh, some of my contacts over in the UK, they tell me he's a great guy too. They've been having fun yeah. with him with the media stuff. Real you know, nice he's. Uh, he, this, I said this week he compared Anthony Joshua to Frank Bruno, and as I, I thought, you know what? I think to a degree that's an apt conclusion because you know I remember the UK they were crowning Bruno before he was crowned, so to speak. Granted, Joshua does have the IBF heavyweight title, so he does have he's won a world title already. A lot more, but talent. he's got he's got a. Uh, well, you know, he's, you know, Bruno was a little bit on the stiff side too, so to speak. You know what I mean? No, no, you again. You know, you, you, it was a little bit. You know, with his style was uh, was not as fluid. Uh, Joshua, very fundamentally sound, but also not very fluid. Yeah, we'll see if he can work on that. You know, some things you always can work on to be better. I think Joshua's a bit stronger. Bruno was a big, strong guy. I remember you heard Tyson in round one yeah. uh, of his first fight with him, but. Um, Joshua's a, a big, strong guy. He might even be a little bit stronger than Bruno. Um, but there are some apt comparisons. I think there's some apt comparisons. I, th I thought, you know what? I was like, this guy's real, a real thinker. You know what I mean? To reach down and bring out Frank Bruno, that comparison, it's a small comparison, but it's a, it's a, it's it's an apt comparison. Listen, do I think I think Joshua's got a bit more talent? Yeah, I, I, I think Joshua's overall better than Bruno. I do. I really do. And I, I watched Bruno when I was a kid, and I and I, and I like Bruno. I, I, I thought he had some fun fights. Everyone loves Bruno. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Whoa. <laughs> uh, Special um, Yusuf. That fight's on early, too, correct? That, that fight early. is on early, yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for Joshua having a, a deal with Showtime, I would have been over in the UK working the deal, working all week with Sky Sports, and I wouldn't even be here in the studio with you guys to record this very special episode. You know, Thank I, God I for bounce. Showtime. I would yeah. be in England right now uh, because when I work with Sky for these big cards over there, I, they get me for the whole week. But my priority has to be to Showtime first, So the, my, and I love my Showtime guys. So I'll be in L.A. this weekend for the Abner Mattis, uh, and uh, Jesus Cuellar Abner Mattis fight with that whole card. Quick and then in the afternoon, we will do live an, from the um, a studio, from the truck, whatever, in California. We'll be also bringing you the Joshua versus Eric Molina fight uh, in the afternoon live from England. Give me some predictions, guys. You're going to really put me on the spot like that, bro? Yeah. Come on, dude. I know, like, all these guys. I know. Really? That's what's tough, but uh, uh, I'll go what? first. Come on, dude. Uh, you first. be quiet, then. You, you talk. Uh, Abner's, Abner's one of my favorite fighters, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards Abner. Uh, like I said, I give him credit for taking this type of fight. And uh, I lean towards J-Rock very slightly. It might be just, uh, you know... You don't uh, the element of surprise. They're, they're tough fights. Yeah, to pick, dude. they're hard yeah. fights. And I'm, I'm gonna. I love Eric uh, Molina, but I'm gonna have to pick Joshua. Mm. Probably, but I mean, the, the, mid to late round stop. The two fights in California are almost impossible to pick. So, yeah. uh, who'd you pick? I'll pick the opposite. Who'd you pick? I pick Abner and, and J Rock. Hey, Abner and J Rock. So I'll pick Charlo and uh, Quajar. And Quajar. Let's give props. And then, and then, these matchups and are great. Eric, Mo- Eric Molina up. is an awesome guy. I think he's gonna go there to fight. I think he's gonna go there to put up a good fight. You know, I think he knocked that Adamek too. I think went. The Poland and knocked the Adamek after he, uh, he did. after he yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, fought yeah, yeah. Deontay. So, he the, uh, did. so Molina's no no stranger to spoiling no, things. No, no, absolutely. But, you know, but at that fight, I think I, I, it's hard to. Uh, He's like Ronaldo Joshua. Snipes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a sniper. Yeah, a sniper. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but I, I think Molina will go there to fight uh, for sure. But I, I'll pick Joshua for that fight. But uh, yeah, he, he's, he's he's gone over to Europe already, so he's no stranger to that. All right, uh, guys. And also, a, um, yeah, what do you got? Uh, go ahead, go for it. Crawford and Molina. Same night. Oh, H- Crawford H- John H- Molina. Right. Yeah, another I'm Molina. Yeah. Nice. John Molina versus yes. uh, Crawford and John I Molina. And uh, yeah, get, get shout out to those two fighters. That's a that, that's a you know it's a good card. I mean, shout people, out to those two fighters. But I remember Crawford uh, tweeting Danny Garcia saying, "Man, I wish I could be you, bro," because he was going to fight John Molina. And then like two days later, Crawford's fighting John Molina. <laughs> yeah. so, wow. You know what? People want to put a penny in the well. Right? Yeah, but yeah. people, you know what? But I, I, I really can't shit all over the fight no. for this simple reason. You gotta give Molina a chance after being a 9-1 to on the dog against yeah. Provodnikov and winning it. You can't just not reward a guy like that. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like, like Adrian Granado's knocked off Amiri Mom. He's finally getting a fight. Granted, it's against Broner, but he's finally getting a money fight 15 months later. Like, you know, guys gotta re- you be gotta rewarded faster. Yeah. yeah, you gotta keep them hot when they pull off these kind of upsets. It's, it's not fair to them to keep Let's putting them on the shelf how you go and take away. Gym. It's like Jose Peralta. What is it? No, David Peralta. David Peralta. He beat Robert Guerrero and the guy yeah. go, no fights, no nothing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's not fair. The guy busts his ass well, you to change his it. life around with one right. result. You gotta give him a chance to strive to continue that momentum. How hungry is he going into the next camp if you if you set him up and keep him going yes, quickly? Yes, exactly. So, granted, we, we know Terrence Crawford is the favorite, and, and right. we pick him to win, but John Molina deserves that fight, so nobody should complain about it. No slap. That's, that's all for this week, right? Great for a show, guys. Uh, are, we called, uh, Brooklyn, show. are we called Brooklyn to the World? Yeah. Are we called Showtime well, Boxing? Brooklyn to the World under the Showtime Championship Boxing Network. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you, you like do that, that because I don't know how to say it. I'll, say I, I'll forget you. From Brooklyn to the world under the Showtime Championship <laughs> Boxing Network. Look out, Mauro. I'm taking your job. Whoa! Oh, this kid Mar- 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 knows the wrestlers, bro. He'll, he'll give you a pile driver. <laughs> right? I know I'm just Mar- kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, <laughs> my paisans. I'm just kidding over there. All right? Don't get all excited because the Raiders are like 
All right, what are we doing? Are we doing this next week? Because next week I'm at WBC convention. Yeah, I'm at the. I'm in Miami. Skype you. WBC convention. Skype the crap out of you. Skype it. I might. I might be. I'm seeing it again. I might be hosting the dinner again. That'd be nice. Great. Make sure you don't tell anybody about the podcast. <laughs> oh, I do. Yo, yesterday, yesterday, you know, yesterday I retweeted an interview I did with Ellie like months ago, and I talked about my podcast. Oh, how about you know, that? Because like, he had nice. asked me about Conor McGregor and Mayweather months ago before it ever come, came up with me. So he, he, I guess, he put the interview out now that oh, because see, it, come, it applies. And I was talking yeah, about the podcast, so don't right. even say I don't give us love on the podcast. It's more come fun on. to say. Why don't you guys that. just give me more reminders? How's that? Because right. if I really gotta go make this weight right now, I'm gonna be forgetting <laughs> more and more stuff. Trust oh. me. So I'm not gonna talk to you. <laughs> You're right. scary. I've seen you. All right, we love you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know how we're doing. We're not this going thing. anywhere. We're here to stay. I don't know how you guys. That's we're right. doing we, this video stuff. Guys, you guys, we use guys over there. We're gonna take care we, of it. Are we gonna do the video thing? How, how, where can they find this video? We'll take care of it. Don't yeah, worry you guys about. do it. All right, guys. Send guys, it out. please tweet Seth. Don't tweet. Yeah. I don't have the answers, guys. <laughs> yeah. I wish when? I did. He's the I producer don't have the for a reason. I don't even know what this show's called anymore. Our hands are falling off. Exactly. Okay. Good. All right, guys. Until next week. Later.